Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. This is Arthur Pearlie Martin. I'm going to give you guys some time to come on in, to come on in. I sent an invite to a few of you guys. I pray you guys are listening in. Today is going to be another, another, another good topic. We're teaching on how to forgive. I don't know about you. I'm teaching again for my book, Understanding Your Own Issues and Other Issues. Um, if you have my book, like I said earlier, I skipped the whole chapter. Um, it's on chapter 4, page 20 in my book, Understanding Your Own Issues and Other Issues. And we're going to be learning how to forgive. And we're going to be starting with Matthews 5 and 9. I'll give you time to look that up. Matthews 5 and 9, while we just give people a few more minutes to join in on our podcast. Good morning. This is another good day that the Lord has made. And I don't know about you, but I'm glad that I am alive and I'm living in it. And I'm going to rejoice. I choose to rejoice. I choose to rejoice. I choose to rejoice and live in it. So I'm going to... You guys, please share the broadcast, and if you'd like to support us in any way, you can hit the support button. If you guys would like to leave me a voice message, hit the message um, button when you first come come onto my site, onto my podcast. Again, um, thank you all for joining in so very, very much. And we're going to get started here in just a minute. Uh, again, like I said earlier, please share the podcast. Uh, we're going to start out with a prayer. Father God, we just thank you for being in the midst of us, Lord God. Father, we just call you faithful because he who promised is faithful. And Father God, we thank you that your word, it will not return unto you void, Lord God. But as we come before you today uh, with our open hearts, with a desire to do your will, with a desire to fulfill your will, Lord God, um, We just know, Father God, that you will grace us and you will strengthen us to do what you have asked us to do because you said you resist the proud, but you give grace to those that humble themselves. And Father, we come before you today and we say, we admit it, Father, that we can do absolutely nothing without you. For we understand it's in you and because of you that we live, move, and we have our being, Lord God. And therefore, Father, we come to you. We're at the mercy of you. We humble our, we raise our hands and we humble our heart before you. And we say, Lord, uh, we surrender our will to you. Our hearts are open to you. Uh, plant your seed into our good ground. Our hearts are good soil. Our hearts are good ground, Father. And we are ready and willing and able um, to do what you ask us to do. For we're not trying to resist your will. We're walking in agreement with your will. We want to learn to forgive, Father, because you told us that we had to forgive. And we just give you the glory and we give you the honor. And Father, we thank you for your rhema word, Lord God, for bringing forth a rhema word from your word. And uh, we just give you the glory, the honor, and all the praise, Father. We thank you that this word is not going to return void. It's going to land in good soil. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, um, we're ready to move on. I'm not going to be here long. I'm not going to be here long today. At least I don't think so. It's whatever the Lord says so. 
Okay, here we go. Again, my name is Pearlie Martin, and um, you guys can follow me on Facebook at Raptime Martin. Uh, my page is full. Just hit the follow button or the like button. Also, Pearlie Martin Books. Join the prayer room if you like to pray. And also, uh, join my YouTube page, Jean Martin, because April 16th, uh, Facebook is going to quit doing watch parties. So this is where you're going to find me either here or doing lives on uh, my YouTube page. Um, at Gene Martin. Just hit the subscribe button, hit the hit the bell, the subscribe button, and then every time I get ready to do a video, um, you guys will be notified of it. Okay, here we go. We're jumping right into it. Chapter four from my book, Understanding Your Own Issues and Other Issues. Uh, Matthews five and nine. I pray you guys are all there. And here we go. He tells us in Matthews five, nine, he says, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Wow, he said we're blessed when all that stuff happens to us. He said we're blessed when we're persecuted. He said we're blessed when we're insulted. He said, we're blessed when, we're, when pe uh, people, they say false things about us and uh, evil, and they speak evil things against us. He said, we're blessed. Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, Christ, uh, the word of God is opposite to our carnal nature. It's opposite to the nature of our flesh. It's opposite to our sin nature. So a lot of times when people are saying it's hard, it's hard, it's hard, what they're really saying is my flesh is suffering, my flesh is suffering. <laughs> well, we got to let that flesh suffer in order to submit to God because the flesh is opposite to who God is and what God wants. Um, I said all that to say that forgiveness is a work. It's not just a natural thing. Forgiveness is a supernatural act and power of God. I'm talking about true forgiveness. I'm talking about the kind of forgiveness that comes on the inside, not the one that says, I'm sorry until next time. Um, but the Bible tells us that godly sorrow worketh repentance unto salvation. In other words, when we're sorry to God, that's true sorrow. And when that kind of sorrow is going to bring about a true repentance. But I want to talk again here on how to forgive. Well, it's not complicated. Um, there's one thing I've always found to be true, that whenever God tells us to do something, he will always show us how to do it. Uh, whenever we ask him for his wisdom and knowledge and understanding, anything that God tells us to do in the word of God, he will give us his wisdom to do it. He knows that we do not know how to do what he asks us to do because the word of God is supernatural. It's not natural. So it, it makes no sense to our natural senses. For spiritually discerned, and the carnal mind cannot understand spiritual things because they are spiritually discerned. So we cannot make sense of God's word, not with our natural five senses. You know, remember when uh, he was talking to Peter, he was talking to the disciples on the rock, and he said, well, who do you say I am? And they was like, well, some say you're Elijah, well, some say you're the prophet, some say you're this. And he said, well, Peter, who do you say I am? And Peter said, you are the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. He said, you know what, Peter? Flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. But my Father, which is in heaven, has revealed this to you. So how do we forgive? We forgive by treating people opposite to how they treat us. <laughs> he, you know, like I said, the word of God goes, and I, bless those that curse you. 
Okay, we're supposed to bless people that curse us. Now, we know that's opposite to the nature of our flesh, right? Because God is in opposition. The, the carnal mind is in opposition. It's enmity towards God. Our flesh nature is against God. So when we're saying it's hard, it's hard, what we're saying is my flesh don't want to submit. My flesh don't want to do it. But at the end of the day, in the beginning of the day, Jesus said, you know what? If you love me, then obey me. How about that? It has nothing to do with what our obedience to God comes out of our love for God. It has nothing to do with how we feel. It comes out of our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. How many of you know that when you love somebody, your heart desire is to please them? And you know, we've done some crazy stuff in the name of love. We've done some crazy stuff. We've gone above and beyond. We've sacrificed ourselves, sat on the phone for hours talking to somebody. I mean, we've done some stuff in the name of love, right? So here, the way we forgive others is simple. We treat them opposite to how they treat us. When they curse us, we bless them. And we pray for, we, uh, we don't hate our enemies, we pray for our enemies, right? That's what the Word of God said, tells us to do. It has nothing to do with you liking the person, not liking the person. If you love me, Jesus said, it's called relationship, relationship, relationship. To do any parts of the Word of God, we will definitely have to have a relationship, a love relationship with God. Because uh, faith working by love. Our actions must be motivated by love in everything we do. Because anything done outside of faith is sin. Uh, our love, love must be the motive for everything that we do. Because we, uh, when we do stuff and love is not the motive, it don't count for nothing. It can even be a good thing. Our love for God. He says, if you love your husband, you know, do it as, do, uh, submit to your husband as unto the Lord. And then he goes on to say, submit to one another. But what is he saying? As unto the Lord. In other words, do it for me. Do it like you're doing it for me. Do it for me. So really your submission is unto the Lord. Therefore, my feelings have nothing to do with it because it's about my love. I'm going to, you ever did something for somebody because someone else asked you to do it? But this is what God is saying. Do it because I asked you to do it. Do it because I told you to do it. If you say you love me, then prove it. How, how, how do you get, you know, do you guys realize that we get to prove our love to God and for God every single day? Not that he don't know our heart, but he can, you know, it's by our actions. Love is really an action word. It's not in all what you say, but love is really expressed in what you do. That, and this is why I tell people too, that when you love people for real, telling them the truth is not hard. Why? Because your heart desires to see people delivered, saved, and set free by the word of God, by the power of God. So loving people is not hard if you love them through Christ Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Mark eleven twenty five, 25, uh, it tells us, and when you stand praying, forgive. If you have all against any, that your father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. Why is this? Why is this? Why is it that if we don't forgive others, that God said he can't forgive us? Well, it's simple. God is love, right? So for him to forgive you for not forgiving someone else, he'll have to go against himself. God is not going to go against himself. We're not, we're not, he's not trying, we, God is not going to conform into our, into 
uh, to what we want. We're going to have to transform into what he wants by the renewing of our mind. He's, we're not going to change God. God wants us to change to be like him. We're not going to change God to be like us. And, you know, contrary to how we feel, God don't feel the same way about those people that you do. <laughs> so, you know, those people that you have ought in your heart against, God don't feel that. He, God loves and he says, you know what? I need you to do something. Love overcomes evil. The Bible tells us that love overcomes evil. And I know this for a fact. Let me give you some examples. Love over the word works if we work the word. Just that's why just knowing the scriptures is not enough. We are actually going to have to do what the word of God say do if we want to see the manifestation of the promise, right? If you want to bake a cake, you can t- you can sit up and tell somebody all day long how to bake a cake. You can tell them all the ingredients that they need, and then they will have knowledge. They will have knowledge of how to bake a cake. But until they actually go and put those ingredients together to bake the cake, then they're not going to receive the manifestation of the cake. And that's the same way with the word. That's why you say it's the doer of the word that's blessed and not the hearer only. We have got to become doers. When, today, when we hear this word, my prayer is, is that we will immediately act on it. We can't be like the, the, the rich young ruler when uh, the Lord you know, he said, Lord, I've kept your word from a, from a child and I've done this. I've kept all your laws. And he said, okay, well, go sell all you have. And he went away very sad. Or one man said, well, Lord, I'll follow you. But at first I got to go bury my dad. And he said, father, and he said, let the dead bury the dead. Why? Because when God gives you a word, it's a right now word as far as on this subject, because faith, uh, now faith is, now is when you will have the faith to forgive. If God is telling you to do something, and even as we're listening to this podcast, if he's putting people on your heart that you need to forgive, then that's something you need to do today, not tomorrow. Don't put off tomorrow what you could do today because tomorrow is not promised to any of us. And one question I always like to leave, and I like to say in every podcast, that if you can't forgive people for what they said or did, excuse me, to you, if you, I mean, if you're just finding it, terribly impossible then can you at least forgive them for being imperfect just like you (laughs) because that's just what that is not we don't that's why we can't sit in the seat of judgment because none of us are perfect the only somebody that can do that is God is the son of God because he was he is perfect he really is perfect in all his ways he is sinless but unforgiveness it sits us in a seat of pride because it causes us to look down on others. So how do we forgive? Well, like I said earlier, we treat people opposite to how they treat us. Bless those that curse us. If our enemies are is hungry, we feed them. You know, the Lord say vengeance is mine. It's not up for you. To, it's not to, for you to get vengeance. And also, uh, understanding the fight, Ephesians six and twelve. When we understand that our fight is not against flesh and blood men, we won't keep, take that offense on. We won't take it personal. If we could really get a revelation uh, of Ephesians 6 and 12, please look up that. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, bowels, and rulers of darkness. When we understand it's the devil that's behind the scenes instigating the entire thing, then, then let that anger, turn that anger away from that person and turn it at the one who's behind the scenes instigating the whole entire thing. And bind that devil and tell him, you loose my sister, you loose my brother. You will not use him in that way. Because most people, I'm be honest, 
unless we're really uh, into, you know, discerning and things like that, which we should be, because he told us to be sober and be alert because your adversary, the devil, is going about seeking whom he can devour. A lot of times when the devil's using people, those are the ones he's devouring because he done caught us off guard. You know, he done caught us off guard and now you saying stuff we ain't got no business saying, doing stuff we ain't got no business doing. Why? Because we was not being sober and alert. You know, I hear people say things like, I'm always alert, I'm well alert about my surroundings. Well, we need to be well alert about our spiritual surroundings the same way we are about our natural surroundings. And when those evil thoughts come to our mind, like we need to do what Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 10 say, cast down those evil imaginations and those evil thoughts that exalt in itself against the knowledge of God. The, what, the reason you're feeling negative and evil about this person is because you're thinking negative, evil thoughts about this person. And where are those thoughts coming from? The enemy is putting those thoughts, he's planting those seeds in our mind, causing those negative, evil thoughts to be there. So how do we forgive? Ephesians 4.32 says, for you to be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Everything we do, we have to do it as unto the Lord. He says, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. It was because of Christ that God forgave us. Isn't that what happened? He had to come down. He had to redeem us. His blood, for, you know, the remissions of our sins was covered in the blood. That was his blood. He covered our sins. So that's why God did it. He did it for Christ's sake. And the same way God forgave us for Christ's sake, we must forgive others for Christ's sake. Because Jesus said, if you love me, then you need, we need to obey him. Ephesians 4 and 32. God forgave us for Christ's sake. And then Matthew 6, 15 says, but if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Because why is this? We said earlier, because for him to forgive us, he would have to go against himself because God is love. And you know, being angry forever is going to make, it's not going to make you better. It's going to make you bitter. And I talked about that in a prior episode about the root of bitterness. Please go back and listen to the uh, prior episodes. The root of bitterness and how you just started off being angry at this one person. Now you're shouting at your kids, you're kicking the dog, you're mad at people at work. Why? Because you was mad at your husband. We think we can compartmentalize sin, but how many of you know the Bible says a little leaven leavens the whole entire lump? That, that one bad ingredient, when you put too much salt in, the, in, in something, it's just going to mess up the whole thing. It doesn't matter how well put together the rest of the ingredients were. If you put too much of one thing, we cannot compartmentalize sin because it's going to grow. A little leaven leavens the whole entire lump. A little bit of unforgiveness here. You say, well, I'm not mad at them. I'm just mad at them. It don't work that way. If we want to go higher in God, it's, it's, this is a prerequisite. This is a course we cannot, this is not a course we can skip. We have got to take the course of forgiveness to do anything because without love, God's word will not work. Faith worketh by love. He said, if you say, if we say we love our brothers and sisters, people who, we, how can we love God who we can't see if we, can love, we can't love our brothers and sisters? who we can see. How is it? How is it? You know, Peter asked the Lord in Matthew 18, 21, 22. He said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? 
he says 70, 70 times 7. In other words, there is no limit. Does God not forgive us every day? That's why his grace and mercy is fresh and new every day. You want to know why? Because he knows we're going to miss it every single day. I want to give you a quick example of how we work the word. When we hear the word, then we say, Lord, give me wisdom to show me how to do the word. So that's why I say things like, do you know how to do what you know? Because we can know a lot of stuff. Knowledge puff up, but love build up. Do we know how to do what we know? Um, so the, uh, the, the, when the Lord was teaching me uh, with this book, because I lived this, most everything I write, I live. I basically have to live it uh, uh, before I can write it. Okay, so he was teaching me. I learned this book before I wrote this book. He was teaching me principles um, along the way. And then he was bringing stuff back to me, things that I had encountered and experienced and didn't even realize that uh, how I had overcame the offense. You know, so the Bible said that love overcomes evil. And he said, don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good, right? That's what the word tells us. So I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about this one day when I used to work at a boys group home with teenagers. And um, they like, had like levels, like when the kids for disciplinary actions, if you mess up, then you lose a level, you can't watch TV, you know, just different things like that. And so I worked a three to 11 shift. So by the time I get there, they've always, if they lost any levels, they've lost them already. If the family didn't come, then, you know, they're upset about that and all this kind of stuff. And, and so I was still kind of, you know, new to the facility. And, you know, um, these were all boys. So, you know, you had to earn their trust and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, and, and I remember being there and I would see the, the, the workers would cuss the kids and the kids would cuss the workers. You know, they were angry. Um, but they knew, they, they knew I was different. They, I knew what they were talking about. <laughs> they said, you're different. <laughs> you know what? It was the God in me that they saw. It wasn't me. Um, that's, what made it, that's what made me different. I knew what they were saying when they said it. So one day I come to work and there's this young man standing across the hall and I was gaining a rapport with him, you know, and he, and I'm and I'm looking at him, I see he's very angry, you can just see it on his face, and he yelled across the room, and the room wasn't really that big, that was like the day room, that's where everyone had to be when they were in their rooms, and so he screamed across the room, what the F you looking at? Now remember, we're talking about how love overcomes evil. Right. How the Bible say don't do evil for evil. Right. How don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Why is that? Because when evil comes, it's always attached to an offense and we can't have unforgiveness without an offense. Right. So here come the offense. Right. So now the ball is in my court. It's time for me to respond. And so what the Holy Spirit said, because it wasn't natural, it was supernatural. Okay. The Holy Spirit said, a professional basketball player, isn't that what you said you wanted to be? So what happened was, and it just crushed him, because what happened was, in return for his evil, God gave him something good, because it wasn't natural, it was supernatural. That was the wisdom of God that said that through me to him. So it just, uh, everybody just got quiet. And what they was looking at me too when he said that, because they knew I didn't cuss. They knew I was different. So when he said, what the F, then all eyes turned to me because they want to see what I'm going to do, what I'm going to say. Because they have never really disrespect me like that because I was always respectful to them. And uh, so they was looking, you know, to see what the response, and the Holy Spirit said. And it just, 
it just crushed him. I mean, there was nothing else he could say. That's how love overcomes evil. He said, bless, one time somebody said, F you, right? They was angry and I said, the devil said it. And I said, because uh, I was learning, God was teaching me how to practice the principles, how to practice his word, how to do, be a doer of his word, right? And so they said, F you. And then the Holy Spirit said, bless those that curse you. So I, you know, I, I said, okay. So I said to them, well, I'm going, instead of cursing you, I'm going to say, God bless you. How about that? Because the word told me that I'm supposed to bless those that curse you. You know, not just a natural cursing word, but anything. Cursing is evil speaking. You know, bless those that curse you. Why? Because no weapon formed against you is going to be able to prosper. See, when people, you can't bless what God has cursed. When people try to um, curse you, it's going to act like a boomerang. And it's going to come back. So this is why God is saying, cover this person. Because I don't want what they said about you to come on them. Because see, they can't, like David, like Moses told Pharaoh, what have you done to yourself? When, when, when Pharaoh came to Moses and said, all the firstborn sons are going to die of the Egyptians. And Moses said, what have you done to yourself? Why he say that? Because you've just cursed yourself. You've cursed all your firstborn. And what happened? The curse came back on him. Why? Because you can't curse what's been blessed. We're the blessed, not the curse. God, Jesus Christ has redeemed us from the curse. This is why we don't have to fear no evil. <laughs> this is why no pestilence can come nigh our dwelling. We, we get this because the blood of Jesus, it covers us. And when the deaf angel came, what happened? They had the blood around the doorpost. We are the doorpost and the blood of Jesus is over us and it's covering us right now. So how do we forgive? We forgive by treating people opposite to how they treat us. Luke 6, 27 says, but I say unto you, which here, he said, love your enemies, do good to them, which hate you in the opposite he said, love your enemies, not to curse them, not to talk about them, not to um, treat them the way they treat you, because uh, two, two wrongs never is never going to equal to what's right. God said, vengeance is mine. How, when you be kind to someone and they're evil to you, all that's doing is making, it's showing them the evil that's in them. And, and you know what? And that's why one of the reasons Dr. Martin Luther King did the, the peace the nonviolence march. Why? Because when they would put it on TV and they saw them marching down the street, not fighting back and doing all those things, that wasn't natural. That was supernatural, by the way, because that's not natural. That you can't do that in your flesh. The Holy Spirit graced them to do that. When they would put the cameras on and they would see how they were throwing stuff and spitting stuff and doing all this, and they wasn't doing anything, it made it showed the evil that was in the people that was doing the evil. But if they was fighting and carrying on and doing the same thing they was doing, then they wouldn't have been able to see. But people was watching that on TV and the hearts, God was able to use that to convict the hearts of people. Why is they acting like that? They're doing nothing. They're not doing anything. Change becomes comes through conviction. This is how we know that we are children of God because he chastised those he loved. We should feel some kind of conviction when we go against the word of God, because that's how we know that we are children of God. For he who has not, whoever goes without chastisement is a bastard and none of his. That's what the word says. That's how he chastised those he loved through his conviction. And we want to keep our heart tender towards God. We definitely want to keep our heart tender towards God, because when we keep our heart tender towards God, that's how we're able to feel the conviction. 
When we can do evil and not feel conviction, that's a bad place to be in because that's a sign of a hardened heart. And we don't want our heart to get in that condition. We don't want our heart to be in that position. So I want to say it one more time. Colossians 3.13 tells us how we forgive. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man has a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also you do. In other words, the same way Christ forgave you, because we had naught against him. We had a debt that we could not pay. We was at odds with God because of what Adam did. But Christ came. He came down. He came down from heaven to earth to forgive us so that we could have a way back to the Father. And I don't know about you, but what I say is when unforgiveness comes and knocks at the door of your heart, you tell it. You say to unforgiveness, I didn't die for anyone's sin. I didn't die to cover anybody's sin. And I myself owed a debt that I could not pay. And the same way my Jesus forgave me and my Father forgave me, that's the same way I will minister grace and I will forgive them. Because who am I not to forgive? Because even though I may not do what they did, I've done some things. And the same way the blood of Jesus covers me is the same way the blood of Jesus. You know, the devil is the accuser of the brethren and he wants to turn us against each other when he is the one that's behind the scenes instigating the whole entire thing. Let's not take on the offense. Let's not take it to heart and let's not make it personal, but have compassion for those people that the devil has used to sin against you. And make sure you pray for those people and that you cover them. Make sure that you pray for people when they speak evil against you, because I'm telling you, I have a story about that too. I've seen the word of God work. I've seen how the devil take what people say and he turn it back on them. And that's when that scripture became revelation to me. Oh my gosh, you have to bless those that curse you because God loves people. Let's not get that mixed up. He hates sin, but God loves people. I'm going to see if I can get off here. So the way we love people, forgive people, is we treat them the way Christ treats us. Is the way we love people, is we treat them, I mean forgive people, is that we treat them opposite to how they treat us. Bless those that curse us. Pray for those that despitefully use us. If your enemies, why? Because what are you practicing? You're practicing the love of God because that's what love is. Love is opposite to evil. That's how you forgive people. The way we forgive people is to walk in the love of God. Remembering and always remembering that this has nothing to do with what I feel, but this has everything to do with my love relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And as we go further in this book, we're going to get deeper and deeper into some more stuff. But this message is for mature audience only. This message is for people who are sincere when they pray that prayer. Lord, show me what's inside of me because I want to repent. Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew in me a right spirit. That, that, that's mature. This is for a mature audience because what this book deals with is inner healing. We're going to deal with the inner stuff, we, which is the real us. 
um, it's going to cause you to see you. Because at the end of the day, this is what I always say. We are the main subject of our own life story. And I don't know about you, but my prayer is, Lord, here I am. It's me. I'm standing in the need of prayer because whenever I don't do what you say, when I don't act your way, I can't blame anybody else for my behavior because at the end of the day, life is choice. And regardless of what people do or don't do, at the end of the day, the beginning of the day, Lord, my submission and my love is supposed to be for you. And it has nothing to do with what I feel like. If you said to do it, then I will do it. Isn't it? We need to go to the Garden of Gethsemane. We're going to end it here. And I'm going to say it one more time. If you cannot forgive them, well, for what they said or did to you. Can you forgive them for being imperfect like you? And can you do it for Christ's sake? It has nothing to do with your feelings. And forgiveness is not saying they didn't, they're not guilty and they didn't do what they did. That's not what, really forgiveness is for you anyways. Because when we don't forgive, it holds us hostage. <laughs> Everything that God tells us to do, he tells us to do it for a reason. It's so you can be free. It's for you. He said, you forgive. That's what he said. If you don't forgive, that's what he said, then I can't forgive because I can't go against myself. And I'm going to end it here. Father God, we just thank you, Lord God. We ask that you just search our hearts. You search our hearts and you show us where we have ought and where we have offense. And Father, we repent of it right now because that's the good news the good news is that when we confess our faults one to another and we pray for each other that you not just heal us but you hear us and so father god we receive your grace we receive your forgiveness we forgive others we release them right now even people who have died and gone on we forgive them, Father. We forgive those imperfect people for Christ's sake. We do it for you. It has nothing to do with whether they was right or wrong. We do it because you said to do it. And you will make whatever wrong, you will make it right. It's not for us to try to make it right. Because the thing about vengeance is when we try to get even, we, become, we have to become just as evil. So vengeance is yours, Lord. It's not ours. It's not up to us to pay. But it's up to us to pray. And so we stand here and we pray for those who have offended us. And Father, we bless those who have tried to curse us. And Father, we ask that you bless those who have tried to curse us. Because it's not about us. Because look at all that you went through and look at all that you endured. And when you was on that cross, Jesus, what you said, you looked down on the people and you said, Father, forgive them. Because they don't even know. And like Jesus said on the cross, we come before you, Father, we say, forgive them. Because they didn't even know. They didn't know that the devil was using them. They was just doing what he said to do. And I'm going to end it here. And say the way we forgive others is the way, same way Christ forgave us. We treat people opposite to how they treat us. We walk in the love of God and we won't feel the lust of the flesh. You guys, um, you guys, thank you for uh, joining in with me today. Thank you for joining the podcast. And we'll be back on again tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Um, 
as I, t- I finish this book and then we're going to move on to uh to something to another book and we're going to be tomorrow we're going to be coming on chapter six if you have my book you can follow along chapter six is on page 27 and we're going to be talking about learning to trust god how about that okay until tomorrow you guys continue to be blessed to be encouraged keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout your day. Please share this podcast if it's blessed you. And if you would like to support uh, support this podcast, then just hit support on the screen. If you'd like to leave me a voice message, you can hit message on the pod screen. It'll leave a message for me um, till tomorrow. I'm going to end it here. I love you guys all. Let's continue to pray for each other. <laughs>